0: Welcome to my BizTalk. Guys, I have such amazing things to share with you today. First of all, I have this girl, this amazing, amazing celebrity artist named Mia Santiago. I have her on because I've been getting a lot of questions from all of you. Mariah, how can I work with celebrities? How can I work on TV? How can I do that? And I got someone super special on my podcast today that is going to help you with anything that you need any questions please you know how to email us but i have her on and i'm gonna let mia santiago introduce herself come on in mia hi i'm so happy to be here thank you so much for having me how are you i'm good i'm so excited to have you too (laughs) this is gonna be so so much fun so mia Please tell them, how did you get started on this adventure that you're in? I mean, I see you on social media and <laughs> girl, you are all over the place. You're with celebrities, you're traveling. Come on. We want to know. Thank you. What? All right. You want me to spill the tea? I'm
1: in. Yes. Um, so how I got my career started was it's actually, it's, um I still sometimes don't believe it. Like it's still like I pinch myself and I I lived in Vegas. I'm from Ohio. Originally, I moved to Las Vegas. I was a server at, at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville for years. Um, and I saw Sally Hirschberger on TV because she was the host for a TV show called Sheer Genius. Do you remember that show where they would use like hedge cutters to like cut hair and like all this other crazy stuff? And it was this amazing show. And I um I said to my friends in Vegas, I'm like, you know, I think I want to be a hairstylist. I love this lady. Like, I think that she's so cool. And I I think I'm going to move to New York City and work for her. And um, my friends were like, oh, okay, so you're you're going to move across the country, go to hair school, and then you're just going to like go find this lady that's on TV and then you're going to work for her. Okay, yeah. So I I moved that uh, two weeks later. I ended up packing up all my stuff. I moved back to Ohio. I went to hair school and then I graduated and I had applied for Sally Hirschberger. You know, I, I sent my resume in and whatever, and I didn't hear back. I worked a job I did not like for a while. Um, and then lo and behold, I ended up getting a call back from Sally's. Uh, and I have now been working at Sally Hirschberger for 13 years. God. So.
0: I- <laughs> So awesome. I mean honestly, you just you 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 saw something that you liked. You mm-hmm. did the outside the box that, you know, people people get scared to do what you're doing and I honestly you got some cojones and that you know what that means. <laughs> And um, you, I love that you didn't have fear. I mean, and you did what you wanted. You went to beauty school. You got recognized, yep. and now you're working with her for 13 years. I'm like,
1: yeah, and it's you know, it's still crazy because, I mean, there I was scared, of course, but I just didn't let it hold me back because I felt like, why not try it, right? And there's actually this quote, and it's by Jim Carrey of all people, but he said, you could fail at something that you don't want, so you might as well try at something that you love, and it's always stuck with me because that's so true, and if I if I didn't try, I would have never known where I was going to be, and I'm a very, very, very hard worker. I, I love a challenge girl. I love it, and I ended up um, blow drying. I, I was an assistant for three years at Sally's, and I ended up blow drying some princesses from from somewhere with her. And that was the first time that we had ever really met and she had seen my work. And of course, I'm like shitting my pants because I'm going to do like, you know, this major thing with this person that I idolized. And she actually afterwards stopped me and asked me to be a part of her traveling team. and. Um, She said, I didn't know you were so good at doing hair. And I left there and like, I could still get emotional about that moment because i um, that was my icon, you know, that was the person. And I told her the story at dinner. We were at um, the Toronto International Film Festival doing some things and I was a part of her team. And she was like, hey Mia, how'd you start doing hair? And like, I had to tell my person that they were my person.
0: (laughs) That's incredible. I mean, that feeling that she got. You know, was yeah. It, it. it, I mean, it touched her soul, and she probably. I hope so. You even more. I mean, no. Yeah. A lot because I, I've been working. I've been doing Pink Peter for many, many years, and I, I started from nothing myself, right? And um, you know, you got to start from the bottom and work yourself up, and a lot of hard work and dedication and passion drove me, right? And now that you know, I'm we're. I am now, I get approached by a lot of stylists and they go, Mariah, how did you start in a 600 square foot salon to now having an international brand? And and I tell them, right, my story. And then they tell me, Mariah, I went to beauty school because I went to the first show and you were selling me accessories. And the way you were creating the things just made me more passionate. Well, they're in my team now. So I get where you're you're at. I mean, it's it's incredible feeling when you know, especially her. She worked really hard to get where she's at and get admired. She by did. You. I mean, you, now now people are going to be looking up to you. You know, also because you know you're really talented, guys. When you go to her page and you see thank what you. she does, she's incredible. Oh, uh, like thank you,
1: a- and you are too. That's how you know you and I've connected because I'm obsessed with hair accessories. And I found Pink Pewter just through my, you know, always researching new trends and things. And I came across your line. Do you remember when we started talking? Because I was like, hi, I'm obsessed with you. Will you be my friend?
0: (laughs) Yes. And you know what, we still have to do something together. Uh, I know, as soon as this COVID's over, I swear to God, we're going to be doing planning some future adventures because, you know, I I I can't wait. I, I do a lot of events, you know, and my, my passion is to help stylists, you know, especially the ones starting not knowing what to do next. And yeah, I didn't know what to do next. And I failed at a lot of things and I wasted a lot of money, right. You know, growing Mm -hmm. my empire and, you know, my little empire and I, um, it was hard. So I love to have these kind of podcasts because I have my audience that, you know, they're beauty school students, they're stylists, Mm -hmm. they're booth renters, and they want to learn from me and from you and from everyone that I put in my podcast, how, how they could do it so they don't create mistakes. Yeah. You know, and we always need a mentor and, and you're going to be their mentor, teaching them how you did that. I'm going to, you know, I, I was going to save this question to the end, but mm-hmm. because we're having this beautiful conversation, I mean, <laughs> you, you got, you know, you started working with this, you know, with Sally, you told her your story. I want to know, how did you get to work with yep. Oprah? hmm I mean, how did you get to work with uh, Oz <laughs> and all of that? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: I, I, I hard work. Um, but and and uh, I think also in our career, it's really important that you make and connect with meaningful relationships along the way. You know, people have an envision of our industry where it's like super cutthroat all the time, but I don't think that people always understand the camaraderie that you make between, you know, a, a team of people on set and in the salon, you support each other and you have to have that common um, and mutual respect for each other that, you know, if I'm sick and, and I'm not in the salon or I'm out on set and one of my clients really needs their hair done, I know that there's people in the salon that I can rely on to do an amazing job, not steal my clients. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't even have that, that fear in my, my head because we've established such a great relationship with each other as coworkers and friends and I think that that's how to maintain like great relationships on set is the same way, whether it be the mutual respect you have with the makeup artist, the stylist, the photographer, the, you know, the art director, the creative director, like all of the the moving parts um, is how a lot of more opportunities come. So not just being a good hairstylist, it's being like, a good person to be around. It's being, you know, you don't want to go to set, you could be the most amazing hairstylist in the entire world and have a shit attitude and no one wants to work with you. So, you know, I think that it's just so much more than, than your skill set sometimes. It's it's all of it. So, building the meaningful relationships with brands that I did, I started working at, um, at Red Book and I started working, the beauty director there ended up going over to Dr. Oz and I then got brought over to that magazine to do some things and you know these things don't happen overnight they take time so through just a growing relationship with being reliable and and going to set and doing a a great job and coming in with a good attitude and you know then they're like when other opportunities come up they're like oh you know what let me call that girl Mia let me bring her back and then I, I would go back to set and one day I, I got asked, hey, do you think you'd be able to give Dr. Oz a quick haircut because you don't just do, ha- you're not just a stylist, you also like to cut hair. So I was like, yeah, I, I do men's grooming all the time. So um, Dr. Oz and I, I joke around still, we, we'll email each other every now and then because we have our yearly haircut still to this day because he's, he's awesome with how loyal he is to his, um, his show and things like that. So he already has a normal grooming team but once a year, we usually get together over the summer for a haircut, minus this year because COVID. Um, but we did email and, and keep in touch about it. And then I, um, I worked with him for a while. And then the beauty director for there went over to Oprah Magazine. And I was able to then start doing work for the magazine. And then they did a podcast. And he was like, you know, you're actually really great at speaking, do you think you would want to go on this Oprah cruise where, you know, we're going to talk about beauty and hair in front of hundreds of people on a main stage. Do you think you could do that? And I was like, um, it's a lot different than just talking like, you know, but I did and I was so fortunate to have the opportunity and I ended up doing it five times and I got to have dinner with Oprah and, and, you know, meet her and Gail and, and the whole team. So it was a really, really amazing experience. I met the most incredible women um, and men along the way on this on these cruises that we did. We went to Alaska, we went all throughout the Caribbean. Um, it was a really, really killer experience.
0: That is amazing. Did you hear that guys? Having and building really good relationships help. Okay, and having mm-hmm. good energy and, and being positive will open doors for you, like everywhere. You know, I, I would talk about, you know, things like if you're in a toxic environment, you're never going to grow. It's going to be hard. You know, in my business, I had toxic, you know, employees and I had to restructure my business and I only want positivity. Look at Mia. she, is in the salon. She has great stylists working with her, and each one of them builds each other up. That's yes. how you're going to help each other. The more good and happy, and you know, as a team to grow your business, the more you're going to be successful. The more people compete with one another, you ain't going to get to the next level. And it's really important, you know, to to really focus and think about these things and look at the opportunities that she has. She has a beautiful energy, right? She says yes Thank to you. the opportunities and she's going with her, you know, with her heart and she's grateful for those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I always say when there's an opportunity and your gut tells you it's going to be good, you better run full force and go get it. Don't say I'm tired or I I can't do it or, you know, things, obstacles going your way. You have to figure these out because it's really important to one, always market yourself. Two, always have good relationships. Relationships always help you. I'll tell you a little story with me. I, you know, my business, you know, uh, failed at one point, right? And the reason I got to build my business back up like stronger and better than years past is because of my relationships. And I am so grateful, Mia, for you coming on and saying those really important key <laughs> words that all these stylists and business owners and booth renters and students need to listen to. But, you know, thank you. Thank you, bravo. <laughs> yeah, it's so, very important. It's a very important thing. Yeah, positivity, good energy, and never saying no. Figure it out, girl. You are preaching to the choir with that. I have said yes to
1: literally every opportunity. I mean, I feel super fortunate to be in a place in my career now where um, the no's aren't free anymore. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the yeses aren't free anymore. It's like, you know, you have to be able in the beginning to to do things that are going to benefit your career at uh, you know barter prices. You know, will you? I if you're trying to build up your book because you want to be and an an editorial stylist or do red carpet or whatever there is no opportunity that you should be saying no to I I don't care I find the time like for certain things I would do like three or four people in one day because I would run around the city and I would go uptown downtown uptown downtown crosstown like it didn't matter but I knew for me that I needed to live in the city where the opportunities were um, because I really wanted to be a celebrity hairstylist. It was something that really fueled my fire. And I still, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, I am so passionate about it. I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I, I have to work with these amazing people because also you would remember like, I'm working with artists too. They're not just celebrities because they don't do anything. They're celebrities because they're amazing actors, activists. You know, singers, songwriter, like all the different things. It's really amazing to watch them work too, because you get re-inspired as an artist yourself.
0: Absolutely. You know, I, as my business started like going, I started doing New York Fashion Week, London Fashion Week, and all of these events. I Mm -hmm. would be, you know, in the red carpet myself with my brand, and I would meet, you know, and I would partner with other very large um you know designers and I would see the back room with hundreds of stylists and makeup artists and they're in the back room doing hair and makeup for free for this opportunity and I was very shocked you know that you know New York Fashion Week a lot of people don't pay you know and and it's the opportunity that they're giving you. So when you hear that there's New York Fashion Week, mm-hmm. right? There's, you know, like you said, you had to start somewhere and the opportunities are there. You might not get paid, but yeah. the opportunity is there that you're going to build your portfolio just like she did. And eventually, yeah. then you're going to start getting paid top dollar. You got mm-hmm. to create yourself as a brand. Remember that you are the brand. So yep. sometimes it's got to be free and sometimes you got to you're going to get paid, you know, That's yep. how it goes. I love it. <laughs> so, okay. So I've seen you on social media doing some really cool, like shoots. The last one I saw you were you. outside somewhere uh, doing, is it Abercrombie? Was it that? one? Yeah. I work with Abercrombie a lot. Yeah. How did you get that opportunity again? How did you get it? Uh, well, so I actually,
1: um, I actually just relocated to Ohio. So I'm back in, I'm in Ohio again, I'm in Columbus. I still work in New York. I still have my agent in New York and LA. So I travel a lot, um, you know, obviously considering the world's circumstances, it slowed down, but when I first moved here, I was going back to New York every other week um, to work with my clients and stuff like that so I'm really fortunate that Abercrombie is here uh, their home office is here and also Hollister so I work a lot with them and the shoot that you saw there's uh, there's movie magic you know so it wasn't actually snowing when you thought it was but a uh, little movie magic works wonders and it was very fun and I'm glad that it looked so real that you thought I was like in a blizzard. <laughs>
0: It was so but cool. I, was, I was, thought it was yeah. the coolest thing ever. And, you know, like I said, I do all these events and shows and I get asked by stylists and the people that I'm partnering up with, how do you get these opportunities? Because they dream of working with these companies. And I'm, I'm grateful that you're on because you're sharing, you know, your, your opportunities. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I um, what I did before I moved here was I researched who um, shoots around here. And then I, I, like, you know, I have agents and they do a ton for me, but I'm also, I work for me too. So it's like, I, I want to, you know, I want to do as much work as they are because no one promotes you like yourself. Right. So I wanted to reach out and I connected, I, I put some feelers out there for different things. And then my agents were able to kind of follow up and deal with the money aspect which I absolutely hate doing so I'm super super grateful for that and um you know I I just built my book which they're gonna go back and look at and then and now I I just did their last campaign and I was so excited and you know it's just I don't know I love it it's so fun but I I think that to answer the I don't know if I skipped the question or missed it but to go back to it it's um to network yourself I guess
0: I have a really good idea for you because, you know, I I get asked, you know, these questions and, you know, you're, you just said you did your portfolio, you know, you're done with it. You should create a little playbook video on how you do certain things and, you know, upload it on your website and maybe sell it because a lot of people are asking, you know, how, to get to, you know, how do I work with celebrities? Who do I need to talk to? How do I, you know, how do I present myself? And I don't know, you're pretty good at, you know, everything you do. A little mini video that you could probably share with the, you know, with people that you obviously could sell, you know, at, a, at an affordable price. I think it would be really important because you're really talented and it's not easy, you know, to get where you're at. And people love to hear how you did it. And obviously the mistakes that you did so they don't create them. There were a lot. <laughs>
1: That's a great idea, thank you. And you know, I think another thing is like, this just wasn't something that was just like, oh, hey, Mia Santiago's here, let's just, she does pretty hair, let's give her this opportunity. Like, I worked really, really hard for this. I, I you know, said yes to everything. I did things late, I did things free. I, I you know, I, I luckily have a really great support system for my husband that, you know, I have a son, he's four and, you know, they're both extremely supportive of me going and still fulfilling the things that I need to do for my career for myself, which is key to to have a great support system around you. But I just knew whenever I was told, no, like the way that my mind works, I remember taking my book, my portfolio book my you know, whatever. Now it's all not even a book, but into, um, an agency and I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in, they're gonna pick me. And they were like, yeah, no. And, and I was like, no, okay. So, but when I left there, uh, I cried because I always cry, but I cried and I was walking down the sh- street in New York and I was like, all right, well, so no means how do I find a way to get a yes? Like, what am I gonna do to get them to say yes next time? so I would go and I would work and I would do more free work and I would get more images for my book and then I would go back and they would be like yeah no and then I would cry and then I would like it never that cycle didn't stop for a very long time (laughs) until my book got to its place and and I think like anything ever growing it could always be better there could always be more work in there I'm not um one that's I don't like to sit stagnant I like to know that I'm going to do something else. I'm going to make it better. And then I'll take one of those images away and put another really good one in or, you know, there's always room for growth. I think I'm still climbing the ladder.
0: I love it guys. You're going to get a lot of no's. You are a lot, a lot (laughs) of no's, but in order to let your mind be okay with it, you got to fight. You got to fight really hard for what you want. And like Mia says, you got to turn that no into a yes and keep on trying until it's there. Yep. 100%. 100%. I love this so far. This is so good. I love it. Mia, I know you've been working with so many celebrities. Okay. I, I, a lot, a lot, guys. Go on her page. You're going to see who is the one that you're like, oh my God, I want to work on her hair or him, his hair that you haven't yet oh man
1: where do I start I have a whole laundry list of people that I would love to work with um I think that one of my top like it'll probably never happen but I like to just dream like Selena Gomez I'm very obsessed with her I think she's so friggin' cute she looks like she has gorgeous hair um that would be a dream um but there's so many people that like Drew Barrymore, I almost got to work with her once and then it didn't happen. And I was like, ah, but um, you know, I also think if I, I don't know, I'm, I'm very happy with all, all the people that I work on regularly too. I have this amazing group of, of celebrities that I adore. And so I'm, I don't know. I want to keep working with them more too. So I don't know, all of it. I want to do all of it. Yeah.
0: As long as it's hair, right? I, I, I always say, you know, I, I, they're like Mariah. I used, I used to do celebrity hair in the past, and they were like, "Which one's your favorite?" And I go, "You, whoever asked me," and I go, "Why, why are you? I'm not a celebrity." I said, "No, but you love me, and you're, you're, you keep coming to me. So you are my celebrity." That's what I tell them, and and it's true for me. Hair, wh- whoever I work with, that's what my passion is, and uh,
1: and. I get that so much you have no idea because in the salon it is whether I'm doing it here and in Columbus I just started doing hair or I go back to where my parents live or when I'm in the salon or when I'm doing a red carpet I treat every single person like they're going to a red carpet like I want everyone to leave there feeling fucking fabulous you know what I'm saying so like it's just important to me that Everyone's my billboard, whether you're getting your picture put on on a red carpet on Instagram or in a magazine or on a billboard, which that was one of my most favorite moments of my life was a billboard, but, or whether you're just going home to your husband or girlfriends or any of that, I think it's all equally important.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love it. How do you keep up (laughs) with the latest trends? That's what I want to know. How do you keep up?
1: um stalking people on Instagram googling researching I you know when I'm bored I'm just a hair nerd so I'm like oh I wonder what so-and-so is doing or you know uh I I do I adore Jen Atkin so I I love to look at her I just got her um book for Christmas and I just started reading it and I think that she's so inspiring so I'm I always look to her and then I go down the rabbit hole. It's like, once you go to somebody and you like them, then you end up just some like somewhere else. But I feel like there's so much inspiration on online. I mean, it's easy in New York too. I would sit in, I would be on the subway and someone would come in with the crazy hair. And I would think like, I don't know, I was always deconstructing things in my mind. Like, I wonder how they got their hair to stick up like that. Or, you know, if I could fix that lady's hair on the train, like, I don't like her haircut. What don't I like about it? What would I fix about it? Like my brain just never stops thinking about that shit. Mm-hmm. So.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love it. You know, I get, you know, when I do one of the events that I, I ended up hosting, I got um a salon owner asking, Mariah how do I make my salon look so beautiful on social media?" And I mm-hmm. said, them, "That's a good question." I say I said to them, "You got to stock your competition or whoever inspires you you're not going to mm-hmm. copy them you're not going to no. copy them you're going to get inspired and you're going to do it better that's what you got to yes. so whatever you like out there you just have to get inspired but you got to always educate yourself education is really really important because without education you ain't going to get to the next level. So I for love, you know, that you, you said that because that got my, my attention thinking about that salon owner asking those questions, but it's okay mm-hmm. to scout your competition.
1: What, they sure. yeah. what are they
0: for sure? Yeah.
1: And also just people that you just look up to anyways in the industry, you know, whether it be an amazing stylist in your own salon or somebody else, or you know, my mentor, I check in with her all the time still that, you know, she, um, was the head of educator, still is the head of education for Sally Hirschberger. And, uh, you know, she, she taught me so much. So I always check in with her. I'm like, do you think I should do this? Do you think, you know, how do you feel about me moving? How do you think, you know, she's always really helped me and will take hours out of her time to talk to me. And that's why I feel like I've also been raised as a baby hairstylist to, um, to do that too. I had a lot of people take a lot of time with me and I'm so happy to do that for other people. I love when people ask me questions on Instagram and I don't know everything, by, by the way. I just try, <laughs> I figure it out or whatever, but um, I love it. I love to help people. I've been an educator for, I'm a brand ambassador and educator for Fat Boy Hair. I'm also an educator for Shu I'm one of their global artists. Um, you know, I just started working with a couple other brands that I I adore. And that's also something that's really important in our industry now is, is building these relationships with brands. And, you know, I think as far as the education piece, not only for me to always be able to speak to my educators or to learn from myself, because as an, if you ever stop learning, you might as well stop being a hairstylist, but I feel um, there's always another tip or trick or something that I'll watch, I mean, I saw something just the other day and I was like, oh my God, that's genius. I'm gonna, yep, I'm going to do that. You know, there's always little things. So I love being able to give back when I do things with Fat Boy, with Shuamura, doing educational videos, even on my own. I mean, I did an eyebrow tutorial the other, like today. Why? I don't know. Why not? (laughs)
0: eyebrows are great you should actually Uh, you should even with your own stencil of your eyebrow because it's gorgeous
1: (laughs) thank you well there's a team behind that brow i cannot take the credit for it
0: because but i tried really hard (laughs) i love it i love it Mia, what do you what do you what is your prediction on um 2021's hair trends what do you what do you think is going to come up I mean, I think
1: that we're, uh, we're really living in the 70s here. I think that, you know, the big voluminous hair, which I'm going to do another one soon, but I want to do a hot roller, like blow out, like where it looks like, you know, you'd put the hot rollers in and you blow it out. This big voluminous hair is super in uh, the curtain bang, how to do like a faux curtain bang is super popular. So I think we're doing a little throwback to the 70s and I am okay with it.
0: Oh my god! We should do a, a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live together. I'll do that while you're teaching me how to do that.
1: Let's <laughs> do so it
0: cool and see if we could get some sponsors for it. No, seriously, um, we could do it on America's Beauty Show. Yes, I want to see. Yeah, yeah that would
1: let's
0: be do good. it. Okay, love to. We
1: we'll we'll talk on the phone this week because <laughs> I feel like you and I have meant to be friends, anyways. So,
0: absolutely, also- <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, so many things, so many things, so many things. Um, any tips you could share on, um, you know, uh, before we end this uh, podcast, any tips you could share with our audience on how to get to the next level, where to start any information, give me some information, give me something.
1: I mean, I think it depends on, on which, which, um, genre and I could split it up in two because I think that they're both equally important I don't have that classic um a lot of training I would say a lot of people who have gone the editorial route have assisted editorial hairstylists I kind of found my way on my own without with without um hitting that step which has hurt me and um and helped me in certain ways Uh, so I'm gonna split this into two things. But in the salon, I think it's very important that you take time to assist. I think people that just finished hair school and go straight out to the floor, not that they're not good, not that they're not gonna figure it out because I'm sure they will. But I think, and I've said it for years, is that taking the time to watch the way that the communication is between, what's the word I'm looking for? An experienced hairstylist, And the way that they communicate, the way that they're able to bring in a, you know, if a client brings in a photo or wants a certain blow dry, you know, the way that you communicate on how to achieve that for their hair type and the face shape and different things is something that someone who's green, fresh out of school might not understand. And so taking the time to assist or be in some type of program where you work underneath somebody for a minimum of a year, in my opinion, is really going to help you jumpstart your career so that would be more of like the way that I feel about the salon and I think when it comes to I wish I could go back and assist somebody in who is really really amazing in the editorial I had really fantastic people before but I was ready to run before I walked and I I did a little bit and so I kind of shot myself in the foot with some things um, but I figured it out and I'm all right and it's fine. But I think that it would have definitely helped to see. Like, I have some friends that they could take chicken wire and put it in somebody's hair and turn it into this like origami shape. And I'm like, what the f- how? You know, my brain doesn't work like that. So I would have loved to have been able to see some of that genius in action because it is a totally different genre of hair that I do. Um, So I wish that I would have been able to like do some of that. So if I could, I would go back and assist somebody in both, you know, not just the salon.
0: I love it. Thank you. If that helps. No, it helps a lot. You guys, I'm going to put her... um, signature on the bottom over here. And I want you to follow her. And if you have any questions for her, please DM her. She's got a big heart and loves to help people. Mia, I want to say I do. thank you, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the education. You are incredible. And I can't wait for our, our future together. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for having me too. It really meant a lot that you reached out to me. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Bye. Thank guys. You. Bye everyone.